Hi there, I'm Lindsay Schwan. I'm Kelly Franks, and this is Permission to Explore, the podcast. We're combining our three decades in the fitness industry, decade in the wellness and coaching industry, and our lifetimes of spiritual and self-development journey to support you in making yourself a priority in your own life. This podcast is a combination of health science, brain science, mindset magic, and fun all rolled into one and gives you permission to explore you. What drives you? What do you truly want for your life? How can you make that happen? What's really holding you back? If you're tired of the people pleasing, overdoing, overcommitting, and the exhaustion that comes from it all, If you're wanting more time for yourself, more joy, more peace in your life, then stick with us. We're here for you. This is Permission to Explore, the podcast, and we're glad you're here. Now let's explore. Welcome to uh, Permission to Explore Retreats podcast, episode four. So if you haven't... Go back and check out episodes one through three, where we introduce ourselves, tell you a little about who we are, what we do, why we're here, how we help, uh, how it pertains to you. And then we also dive into what Permission to Explore is all about. So we are here to help you end suffering and experience more joy in life. And we do that through our Permission to Explore method, where we tackle all aspects of the human. We've got the physical, the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual. And today specifically, we're going to jump into the mental aspect. And we're going to discuss a little bit. Kelly's excited, I can tell. Um, (laughs) We're going to discuss a bit the difference between the brain and the mind and how that impacts you in your everyday life. Yes. You ready? <laughs> well, I kind of, uh, I geek out about this. I geek out about brain stuff. Um, so what, what I like to think of is the brain and the mind are like two different, two different entities, really. Mm-hmm. And the brain is our computer. And it downloads information and it stores it. And that information shows up as habits. It shows up as patterns. It shows up as behaviors. It also shows up as emotional patterns and behaviors, physical patterns and behaviors, and thought patterns and behaviors. So if you've listened to our previous episodes, you've heard us talk about like limiting beliefs and how that plays into um, our behaviors, our actions, right? Um, They play into our emotions. So the brain is the computer that all this stuff gets programmed into. And your mind is the thing that creates the programs, all right? So the mind gives it information and the brain downloads that information and stores it and runs the program, runs the program, runs the program. This is why we can find ourselves in situations of, I know I should work out more. Mm -hmm. I know I should stop eating blank. I know I should stop spending, stop drinking, stop whatever behavior. And yet... We still do the behavior. It's because the analytical mind is telling you 
this is not good. You know, it's not good, but the habit brain is running the program that's been stored. Right. (gasps) Yes. So when it comes to Kelly fitness, Pilates. Yeah. What are some common things you hear about? I want to do this, but blank. Mm. Uh, um, this, all this, the brain mind thing is very interesting to me. Although I don't, you know, like you, you understand it way better. You're in it <laughs> way better than I do. I think it's fascinating. But the thing that I hear, or even that I have myself, is that I don't have time for that. Like, there's so many other things on my list that I need to do that I don't have time for that. However, when I do have time for it, or should, I decide, or whoever decides, I'm just going to sit down and watch Netflix instead, or... (laughs) I'm going to go do this thing instead because I, you can't get the brain to like the mind is telling the brain, but I feel better when I do my Pilates, my mm-hmm. body feels better when I do my Pilates. So I know I need to do the Pilates, but your brain doesn't have that program yet. Exactly. Yet. Yeah. Yet. So instead, you know, there's that little thing going, yeah, but we should just sit down and watch Netflix. So you want to, you want to work through this, Kelly, like pretend it's a coping. Okay, cool. So (laughs) Wonder Woman, Uh, you want to work through this Wonder Woman? Um, (laughs) So I would ask you, okay, you know, you feel better when you do your Pilates, by the way, side note, I just have to laugh because, you know, this, this brain creates our habits and we have habits or we are in the habit of not having the habit, mm-hmm. right? Like both of them are habits, right? right? So if you're if you're not in the habit of doing Pilates in every day, right? You are in the habit of not doing Pilates every day, right? Well, I had to laugh because when you said I don't have time, but I find myself with time, like that was 2020 for me, right? I don't have kids. I live with, you know, with Eddie, but I teach Pilates. I had zero clients. I didn't go to work for a year. And yet my default response was, I don't have time. Mm-hmm. And even in 2020, where I'm like, you're working two hours a week right now, <laughs> right? There are two hours that you have to commit to showing up for something for a right. solid, what, three months of the lockdown here. I would still go, hey, like, go organize the spice rack. I don't have time. Right? It just happened. And it's so interesting because I have spent so much time in the I don't have time space. And the brain, like studies have shown us that your brain decides for you 10 seconds before you're even aware you're making a choice. That's how strong this habit brain is. So it's like, yeah, you've run this program. I don't have time. I've had you run this program over download. This is a serious download. We, mm-hmm. This is a go-to. This happens all the time. So that becomes the response. So if I were to ask you, Kelly, you, you know you feel better 
when you do Pilates, you know, you have this, this response. So what's the payoff of not doing the Pilates? (laughs) I hate that question. (laughs) Because there's no answer. But there is. There is, but there's no, there's no payoff other than I get to do the other thing, which is not the Pilates. Exactly. That's the payoff. That is yeah. the payoff. I get right. to sit on my butt and watch Netflix. Right. That is way easier than doing Pilates. Right. And right. Green likes easy. Mm-hmm. Its job is to keep you alive. That habit brain is job is to keep you alive. And so the more energy we can store, the less, you know, the less likely we are to die, basically, right? So it's going to go, what's the easiest route? That's the one I want to do. Yeah. So the payoff is it's a lot easier to watch TV. It's a lot easier to watch Netflix. It's a lot easier to go shopping because that's just more fun, right? Right. It's a lot easier to do the other things than to do the Pilates. Right. Right. So that's one thing we're naturally fighting. That's one thing we're naturally battling in it, you know, is, is that it's easier. It's, it's a lot easier to order pizza than it is to cook a healthy meal. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier. It's also right. a lot easier to stay in the comfort or the, it's a lot easier to stay in the discomfort we know than to venture into unknown discomfort. Right. Right. So there's always a payoff. The funny thing is when I asked that question, right? Yeah. Your habit brain said, I don't know. Right. Because analytical mind hasn't been, it's never, it doesn't have that pathway to refer to. It's never answered that question before. So when it doesn't have a habit response, it goes to, I don't know. Yeah. What if you did know? And that's what you said. It's just, it's easier. Yep. That's the answer. That is the playoff, right? Right. What do we do about it? What do we do? Mm -hmm. The funny thing is that it's simple, but you're not going to like it. Right. Mm -hmm. You go, yeah, I really don't feel like doing the Pilates and I'm going to go do it anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's how we create the new habit. Habits are created through repetition. So we have to program the new habit. That's it. And what usually gets us trapped up is that that emotional part, right? How often do you start to feel discomfort so you stop? Mm -hmm. That habit is downloaded. So now we have to acknowledge I'm really uncomfortable and I'm going to go do it anyway. Yeah. Not ignore, which is a whole different thing. That's when we get into willpower, right? I'm just going to willpower my way through this. No, you're not. not. (laughs) Because willpower is a finite resource and habit brains like, I got this. Your survival depends on it. Yeah. You know, so we have to reprogram that brain. Reprogramming the brain means acknowledging, hey, brain, we're okay. 
Right. We're okay. We can exert this energy on Pilates. In fact, that's what we're going to go do. Thanks for the warning. We're Mm going to go do it. Right. And we reprogram it that way. We acknowledge the feeling, the discomfort, the anger, whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever it is, we acknowledge it. And then we go do the thing anyway. Right. That's how we create a new routine. Right. How do we stop old routines? I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't know. You're on your own for that one. No. It's the, same. It's the same process. Okay. Yeah. We acknowledge, man, brain thinks that I need a Diet Coke to survive. Because I've been drinking my Diet Cokes as long as I can remember. It thinks I need it for my survival. So when it gets into that mode and I don't listen to that notification, we get cravings. We get urges. That's our brain saying, hey, you got to go do this or we're going to die. Right? And we acknowledge what's happening. Brain, we're okay. Not going to die. We're okay. Thank you. And we move our attention to what we do want. I'm going to go have a water now. And, and I want to make a side note about this because it's really important when we talk about goals, right? When we establish goals, a lot of people like to say, my goal is to stop drinking Diet Coke. Well, what's your intention on when your goal is stop drinking Diet Coke? The noun is Diet Coke. The Diet Coke. Yeah. yeah. The brain doesn't hear stop. It hears Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Yeah. That's what your attention is on. Right. So we need to be acutely aware of where is our attention? Is it on, man, I feel like crap. I should do Pilates. Mm-hmm. Or is it, man, I feel really good when I do Pilates. Right. Either way, your attention's on Pilates, but which one do you think is more helpful? Right. right. So we want to be really careful of how we say things, how we phrase these goals, because again, if we keep saying stop Diet Coke, stop Diet Coke, stop Diet Coke, where's our attention? It's on the Diet Coke and the brain programs Diet Coke, Diet Coke, Diet Coke, and we reaffirm the pattern. Mm-hmm. Silly humans. <laughs> <laughs> So we want to be really acutely aware of, you know, the phrasing of our goals. So if my goal is stop drinking Diet Coke, I would ask someone, well, what, what's the purpose of that? Why is that important to you? Right. To cut out the sugar. To cut out the sugar, the aspartame, the whatever, right? The point is to cut it out. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what will happen if you cut it out? Right. Well, most time is, well, then I would drink more water. Bingo. Right. The goal. The goal is drink more water. The goal is drink X amount of water. And it's a great starting off point too, is, you know, once I drink X amount of water, then I can have one Diet Coke. Right. And if you, if you have multiple Cokes a day, right. That's how you wean yourself off. You focus on this one goal, you accomplish that goal, and then we can have the rewards because we're humans. We like rewards. It's natural. So we want to make the focus on have the Diet Coke. If if your goal is to only eat fast food twice a week, 
your attention's still on fast food. So the brain is going to be like fast food, fast food. It's going to make it harder. But if your attention is on prepare healthy meals at home five times a week, your attention is on prepare healthy meals, right? And we can count that. So that's just a quick overview. Very quick. Of versus mind, right? So I'm curious for those of you listening, for those of you watching, does that make sense? (laughs) What's your biggest takeaway from that rundown? What are your ahas? Does that help differentiate patterns and habits and a starting off point for how they're created and how we can break them? Right, right. Because I, I feel like we have to have at least an understanding of how that works and why, you know, so often, especially if you, if you combine a self-worth thing with a habit, right? So then if it's like, man, I can't break this habit. I must be doing something wrong. Man, I can't break this habit. I must be an idiot. When we mm-hmm. add on that shame spiral, like we're not helping anything here. Right. So, so knowing how that brain works can help us work through the process, but then you have a whole different foundation for the next step, right? For the next step of that process. Kelly, a, oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's about reframing, which is like my favorite word now. Reframe. <laughs> <laughs> I say it all the time. I'm like, hold on, let's reframe that. Um, but it is about reframing the way you're saying things. So, you know, it's very, like, very much like if you say positive things to yourself, you have positive that comes out and positive that comes in. If all you're saying is negative constantly, all you're going to have coming in is negative, all going out is negative. So it's all about the way you say the things, mm-hmm. especially when you're, like when you're talking, you know, with yourself or your internal, you know, conversations that we all have, it has to be more in a positive light. So I want to cut out Diet Coke. Okay. Well, how can we say that? How can we reframe that statement. So it's positive. Mm -hmm. I want to drink more water. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, there is your positive way of saying, you know, that you want to cut out Diet Coke without saying it. Yeah. You're you're just saying, I want to drink more water. And because we're humans, we, we naturally seek pleasure. Some of us naturally seek pain, but again, that's a habit and a subconscious thing. But we naturally want to seek pleasure. So we, again, it's that reframe is which one of these feels more expansive and which one of these feels more restrictive. By human nature, you're going to want to go with expansive in the long run. A restrictive may work short term, but if you want long term, you have to find the pleasure in it. So, you know, again, is this a restrictive or an expansive? And I love what you said, too, about the coming in and going out, right? Because there's this piece of our brain called the reticular activating system. And this, this guy, this guy is responsible for 
the phenomenon of when you're car shopping and you see this car and you're like, I really like this car. And then you leave the dealership. And for the next three days, you see that car everywhere, right? Yeah. That's the particular yeah. activating system. It happens with everything, but we're often not realizing it because it's become such a habit. It is the exact same concept. While you were car shopping, you saw this car, you gave it a lot of attention. The brain said, this car must be important. We shall show you it everywhere. Yeah. So what makes you believe that seeing yourself in a negative light, repeating it, giving it lots of attention, what makes you believe that your brain is going to act any differently? Right. It's going to keep showing you what you just put all your attention on. Right. That's its job. It says, ooh, this is important. Let's give you it. So if you're constantly looking at yourself in the mirror and going, oh, my butt, my butt, it's disgusting. Your brain goes, we put a lot of attention on our butt and it's tied to this emotion. So this emotion must be important and this thought must be important. Run the thought, run the emotion, run the thought, run the emotion. That's how you wake up in the morning and the first thought in your mind is, oh, my butt, disgusting. Like that's why we've programmed this thought to be put on repeat. Right. So, you know, it's a, it's a great kind of indicator that whole like first thought in the morning thing, Mm -hmm. you've programmed it. (laughs) This is where a lot of attention went to. (laughs) So I, I mean, I always laugh because, you know, the bad news is you've programmed every habit, those thought habits, those emotional habits, those behavioral habits, you've programmed them. Right. The good news is you programmed them. <laughs> you can program new ones. Right. <laughs> Which means you can fix it. Let's you know? use our powers for good instead of evil. <laughs> like, let's use our powers to help us instead of hurt us. So, um, yeah, that's a quick overview of brain versus mind. Um, this is the type of stuff we're going to dive into as we go more into these podcasts. Um, these video casts. I don't know. I don't know if you're watching this or listening to this, but whatever this cast, this cast, can we say uh, this thing? Uh, But we, we dive deeper into this in our actual retreats. Oh, we're diving deep this time. (laughs) Deep, deep. So this is like surface level, Yeah, but we, I mean, we dive deep into it. Exactly. Um, to help exactly. you know, people understand because like you said, you're the one that's programmed your brain to think these ways. So you can program it to think differently. Exactly. You're in charge of that. And we dive into more tools to help you do that. This isn't just like, hey, you can do that. Like, no, no, no. Right. We're going to give you the tools to, to do that as well. <laughs> Start talking more positively to yourself. Bye. No. <laughs> because, you know, when you have the habit of talking negatively to yourself for years and years and years, just start talking positively. There will right. be absolutely zero blind spots or obstacles <laughs> that come up with that. None. There will no. be no problems whatsoever. <laughs> uh, 
But in all seriousness, like that's why it's important to have a coach, to have, you know, to have a trainer, to have someone. If you're constantly like, every time I do Pilates, I hurt. Well, you might have a blind spot, right? You may be completely unaware of your alignment and you don't know, you know, you that's the way you've always been aligned. Um, And it's the same way when it comes to coaching, right? That you can do all sorts of personal development on your own. But if you got some blind spots, you can't see them. That's why they're blind spots. (laughs) So uh, it is. It's something that we dive into deeper. Exactly. That's how we go through life anyway. Um, But it is something we dive deeper into, into our retreats and, you know, coaching as well, one-on-one coaching. But I always, you know, preface this with, like I said, the, the bad news is you programmed all of these. And with that, and with that change, it comes a lot of, like, a lot of uncomfortable. Yeah. It's going to come up. Stuff is going to come up. And so sometimes doing this work is like taking a two by four and smacking yourself across the face with love. Lovingly. Lovingly hitting you in the face with a two by four. (laughs) I have a coach that calls it lovingly disruptive. And I like that. I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. It's extremely disruptive for a good reason, right? For your own growth. Um, And that's what digging into these habits and beliefs can really, really do. It can very, very, it can be very, very uncomfortable, extremely uncomfortable, which is why it can also be helpful to have people there. To have a a coach with you and also have this support system and accountability. Because again, if you have the habit of this is uncomfortable, I'm out. I'm not doing, I'm not doing good. I'm out. It's not going how I want. I'm out. Yeah. You need that support around you because this work is uncomfortable. Um, So that's one of the benefits of having the, the retreat around you as well or a coach or a trainer, you know, when you're in those uncomfortable that you have someone who says, keep going, you're almost there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Any other thoughts, Kel, that come up for you as we talk about mind and brain? No, I just love it. (laughs) It's like fascinating to uh, realize that you are responsible (laughs) for. It's fascinating and terrifying. It is. It's fascinating and terrifying that you are responsible for the thoughts and the programs and everything that is going on. You're the one that put them there. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. And what comes with that? I had a client that told me like, I hate this because I just realized I'm responsible for everything in my life. (laughs) She was this sucks. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's it a lot easier to say how everyone else is responsible like, and that I'm not responsible. I'm just miserable. But it right. turns out I'm responsible for my misery. Right. <laughs> like, and, that, and that can be a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. You know? yeah. Or, or the opposite way is it's scary. It's very scary because now you realize it is up to you. Right. That's terrifying too. That can be heavy. So um, yeah, we'll be jumping in more to this in in more episodes as we go through um, 
you know, as we continue down. But we just wanted to lay that brief groundwork here, a simple groundwork. So let us know what your biggest takeaways from this are, your biggest ahas, how you feel about brain and mind. And uh, make sure you subscribe and catch us in the next episode. If you're serious about making changes in your life, whether it's health-related or life-related, if you're serious about making yourself a priority and you're ready to take care of you, and if you're wanting to be part of a community who will support you in those endeavors, then our upcoming Permission to Explore retreat is for you. For many people, their work with us begins here. Because as you know, the never-ending to-do list, constant exhaustion and stress, and putting yourself last is not working. Let me ask you this. Has there ever been a time when you felt that deep, visceral knowing that something in your life needed to change? If so, please hear me when I say this. For most people, the problem they think they have is rarely ever the problem. If you're like most of the women we work with, you rarely ever pause to breathe and relax, let alone get quiet and examine what it is you truly want and why. With all the stuff swirling around in your head, would you even be able to answer the questions or hear the questions? Would you trust the answer? It's a broken strategy keeping you stuck in the exact same cycle you're in right now. The fact that you're still listening to us here tells me that you've probably already discovered that doing more to take care of yourself isn't going to cut it. You mean like staying up way later than everybody else just to have some me time? Yeah, yeah, you've been there? Uh, Yeah, Uh, it doesn't work. Making yourself part of the to-do list like another box to tick is not helping. Stop making self-care something you do and start making it a way of being. You're starting to realize it's time to explore why you're doing all the things, keeping so busy, and then putting yourself last in the first place. You're also probably realizing that if you don't start making your emotional and physical and mental well-being a priority, things are only going to get worse. Long-term change doesn't happen overnight. And it often doesn't happen without support. Blind spots are called blind spots for a reason. You don't know what you don't know. We've made it our mission to help women just like you let go of all the things that aren't serving you, that are causing unneeded suffering and extra stress, and create lives you truly can enjoy. That's why we've put together our upcoming Permission to Explore retreat so that you can begin to discover what's really going on underneath those behaviors so that you can make the positive changes you need to make to truly experience and enjoy your life. Join us on this journey to explore what it looks like to care for all the people and things in your life that matter while putting yourself at the top of that list. During this weekend, you'll explore your true wants, desires, and motives through some journaling. And then you'll navigate what you discover with coaching. You'll move that emotion that will surely arise from some movement in your body, getting out of your head and into your body. And you'll receive all the tools you'll need to implement the behaviors that will get you where you want to go. 
this is your next step to choosing to put yourself at the top of your priority list. To learn more or to register, head over to www.permissiontoexploreretreats.com. If you have any questions, feel free to email us and we're happy to answer. Thank you so much for listening. If you have questions, we're here to help. Send us an email. Is there something you'd like to dive into deeper or learn more about? Send us an email. You can reach us at permissiontoexploreretreats.com. If you want content like this daily, join us on Instagram and Facebook at Permission to Explore Retreats, as well as our personal handles, Kelly Pilates, that's K-E-L-L-I-E Pilates, and Coach Lindsay Swan is Coach underscore Lindsay underscore Schwan. If you type in Coach underscore Lindsay with an E underscore S, it'll come up. I know it's a lot. I'm sorry. Lastly, a request, if you would, please leave a review or a positive, empowering, helpful comment and share with those who you think will find value. If you find value, others will too. We're on a mission to help women just like you step into their personal power and experience more joy in life. Just imagine the impact we can have together simply by sharing. We truly appreciate you being here. Thank you so much.